we're going, dude. Do you want to talk first, or do you want me to talk first? I want you to talk first, right. and also last, and... In the middle? Yes, please. The whole time, please. We're not going to have our mutual friend speak at all. He's here for <laughs> emotional support only. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm the cheer squad. The whole thing. Yeah. Good Matt talk. What he's here for is what um, I like to do is I ask people questions and then they give me their answer and then I disregard that answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, somebody told me something along those lines today. They were like, here, take my advice. I'm not using it. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So to get this thing started, welcome to another episode of Recovered AF Podcast. Um I'm 50% of the podcast today. I'm 33.3% of the podcast because, as you've gathered by now, we have our mutual friend again. Um, we're also in the podcast studio. Did I say the name of this? You didn't say your name. You didn't say the name of this. So Nobody knows who the fuck you are, bud. Recovered AF Podcast. I'm crackly, dude. I'm going down just a smidge. Recovered AF <laughs> Podcast. And, uh, and my name is Kyle. Stop yelling at us, Kyle. Aaron is usually the other 50% today. He's another 33.3%, and Jeff Jeff is here. <laughs> I almost said your last name. <laughs> Jeff is here. So, um, what, Aaron, why don't you do a disclaimer, because we're going to dive into some fucking steps today. So Yeah, we are. Uh, we're going to talk about steps, two of the 12 steps, maybe more. I don't know. But anyway, that doesn't mean that we're affiliated with any 12-step groups or, or that we represent any 12-step groups. Or that we speak for any twelve-step groups. We're here to share three people's experience um, with those steps, and uh, and and nothing more than that. Does that? I ran out of thought at that point. Why don't you give us a just for those that might not understand an analogy? <laughs> <laughs> you just want me to keep giving analogies? <laughs> That's just what people know you for. <laughs> well, it's like this. It's it's like this. <laughs> I uh, I drink a lot of caffeine every day because uh, well it's the only thing I've got left for fuck's sake, <laughs> and so I drink multiple varieties of caffeine. I drink Five Energy, I drink Red Bull, and uh, those things help me go and uh, perform at an elite level. Kyle, <laughs> all right, that sounds good. And uh, but that doesn't mean that I'm a uh, spokesperson for Red Bull or for Five Hour Energy, those are just things I use to uh, um, get through the goddamn day. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's like that with the twelve steps. Yeah. This is how I recovered from my addiction by doing the twelve steps. But that certainly doesn't mean that I'm like uh, the twelve step spokesperson or representative or any of those things, because uh, you know there are a lot of people having a lot of different experiences in this, and some people like Red Bull, some idiots like Monster. I don't know, man. Whatever right. works for you. Yeah. So I think what you're really trying to say is. Red Bull or Five Hour Energy. If you want to be a sponsor of the podcast, you should reach out to us. Yeah, or the liquid caffeine I buy online yeah. to put into my Red Bull because it doesn't have enough caffeine in it. <laughs> yeah, dude, you have a problem. Yeah, I know. You know, Jeff, I, I, um, I was explaining this to Megan the other day. I used to have a friend of mine that drank pretty hardcore, and sometimes I would compare my low-level drinking to his. Well, Aaron is like that for caffeine, because no, I no. think I have a caffeine problem, and then I look at Aaron, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not that bad. <laughs> Aaron's like, I take caffeine with my caffeine yeah. on top of my caffeine. I was like, I think I had like 500 milligrams of caffeine, and Aaron was like, oh, I have 750 every day. I was like, holy fuck, dude. We were, we were at a meeting last Saturday, and Aaron 
literally shotgunned a Red Bull in like 30 seconds. That sounds right. At 10.30 on the dot. He's got a problem. Yeah. That's probably his watch beeping saying he needs to take more coffee. <laughs> yeah. Somebody inquiring about a boxing match this evening. Yeah, dude. Tyson Fury's going to fucking win this time, dude. It'll be a good fight. He won last time. Let's be real. I don't... He won 10 or 12 rounds. He got knocked down in two rounds, but he won the other 10. Somehow, that means you lose. Anyways, this isn't a boxing podcast. We're going to talk about some steps. And what steps are we talking about today? We're going to try and talk about six and seven. All right. Now, this is a little tricky because... Uh, there's not a lot. There's not a lot in the book about them. It's not like uh, ten and eleven where we're doing them all the time, or some of us are. You fucking losers. <laughs> and uh, you know, this is something that uh, I don't know. But th- also too, though, there's a lot of um, sometimes I think mystery behind them. In that, like, uh, you know, say when I hear um, um, somebody might have had the experience that I've had, where they're like, "Oh, I'm working on step six. <laughs> so mm. I don't know what that means, but uh, mm-hmm. we'll dive into it right now. Yeah. And that's uh, you know one of our best reasons for bringing Jeff along because he knows a lot of shit. Yeah, and he has a lot of experience, and he can talk about things few people can. And we're hoping that Jeff is going to take the <laughs> like lead on this. Coffee, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> coffee, computers, step Col- six and seven, cologne, <laughs> yeah, cologne, yeah, Audis, yep. There's a lot of stuff you're an expert on. So six and seven are not those things. So in a in um for someone who might not be listening or sorry, someone who's listening that might not be participating. <laughs> Nobody's listening, don't yeah. worry. I, that's not true. I know two people are. Um who what would step six and seven be in a loose general form? Whether you want to explain exactly what they are, Jeff, or just kind of the general outline. <coughs> Wow, no pressure. Um, <laughs> you could even just say what they are, like in the book, even whatever you're thinking. Uh, man, so like I have a hard time remembering how to quote the big book anymore. Mm-hmm. Like six and seven, as far as they read off the wall, I don't know if I can even read what they are or tell you what they are. Um, but I do know. So, in, in my personal experience, the six step comes after the fifth step right and uh, and the book yeah hard to believe wow um (laughs) five five, 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 carry the two that sounds right yeah if you follow alkalogic it should come after like the ninth step right right Um, yeah (laughs) so i just killed the conversation so six i was waiting for you to say something is (laughs) along the lines of willingness right yeah well so our literature says that we we go somewhere, we sit quietly for an hour, and then we, you know, we thank God from the bottom of our hearts that he's led us to this point, mm-hmm. and then um, if we're willing, we move on to the seventh step, and if not, we ask for the willingness, and then you still move on to the seventh step. There's right. no, I'm in the same camp as Aaron, where I've heard people say they're working on their sixth step, and as far as I've ever read, the instruction in the book is we sit quietly for an hour and then we move on and mm-hmm. um let me stop there again for like the people that aren't in the 12-step world or that haven't had the same experience um so six and seven six is six is about being um willing mm-hmm. and seven is a is a is a and i guess willing to have our character defects removed right mm-hmm. yes and then seven is saying a prayer then asking god to remove those right is that where we're at yeah. Okay. Um, so just let me back up a little bit then. 
like uh, just for, again, somebody that doesn't have any experience uh, going through the 12 steps, how would I know what those character defects are that I'm asking or that I know that I'm trying to prepare myself for or hopefully willing to be rid of? Like, where do you, where, what are, like, what is it? What is that? You know what I mean? Explain it. Hit me up. Me? Yeah, I don't care. You, you. Well, the way I was explained to to go through is, and we haven't done a fifth step exploration, which is good, because I think we could fill two hours with that probably, but the idea with the fifth step is I'm going to I'm gonna write inventory, which we have done a step exploration on in the fourth step. Yeah, go back if you haven't. And check that exploration. Go back and review. Yeah, <laughs> and if, if I've written inventory um, at some point, and I, this is where things... People are having different experiences. One, my experience normally is I write out a, a fourth column of that inventory. That fourth column is where I'm looking for where was I selfish, dishonest, fearful, or self-seeking. Self-seeking. And so in, in that column, that is my character defects. That's how it was explained to me. Is So then if I do, and I just did a a fifth step with my sponsor where we only wrote three columns of an inventory and then throughout through the fifth step we found the same thing where was i selfish self-seeking dishonest or afraid and so those character defects are all just the way that those forms take with the, all the different forms of selfishness all the different forms of like uh, self uh seeking mm -hmm. which could be like jealousy or bitterness right. or all of those things that could all just fit under self-seeking right yes and, and so those like if so you, those are the common denominator though is those four things and those are your character defects that's how i have basically the way i think of it is like anything that i have going on can be boiled down into one of those four like you're saying so and the one i use is like impatient a lot because i'm an impatient individual but really it's because i'm self-seeking yeah. i'm trying to get what i want i'm trying to get my way out of the situation which means we need to go faster life needs to happen quicker and that if i boil impatient down one layer further is just me being self-seeking so uh, and mine's like um and when, and when i'm inconsiderate um well inconsiderate to me is just a form of selfishness like it's not it's just that i lack con it's not that i'm a jerk i just don't consider the other person involved at all right because i'm only thinking about myself all the time yep so i'm talking about being inconsiderate and what i'm really saying is i'm just selfish as fuck exactly what, what about what's your experience like yes with those? to all of it yes to all of that <laughs> yeah. pretty much the same thing mm -hmm. like i think the three of us have all had very similar experiences mm -hmm. in the in the grand scheme of things when it comes to going through the steps like we we use the best kept secret in 12-step fellowships and that's the literature of the 12-step fellowships to yep. guide us through that process so. hiding in plain sight right on the table yeah. <laughs> so um so yeah basically those four are my character defects and then what what my explanation has been is like the end of the fifth step is that hour that i take that I'm reviewing everything, I'm reviewing the first five proposals, I'm reviewing that. And then the sixth step is just either being willing and moving forward or asking for the willingness from God and then moving forward, like Jeff said. So six, I, I haven't ran into very many people that are saying like, oh, I'm on my sixth step because I, like, there's really nothing to do. You know, like I just ask for willingness. So if, and 
I don't know. I haven't ran into that. So what what are what are they saying when they're on their sixth step? Can I please? So it'll, it'd be like this: is what I see as they say, "Okay, I'm on my sixth step," and they say, um, "Like I'm working on my character defects," mm. which that's sort of the thing that I wanted to get to, um, where you know I maybe have a different experience as as uh, being able to work on my own character defects because our um, literature talks about it a few pages earlier. And when it when it sets up resentment, right? It says, "What what can we do about this? It can't be wished away any more than our drinking can." Mm-hmm. Um, same thing. Like um, if I had the power to fix myself, um, all that therapy I did prior to get to the twelve step world would have would have taken would have taken care of the job, right? So I don't have the I don't have the power to fix myself, and that's mm-hmm. the whole point of the seventh step is asking God to remove those things because I lack the power. Right. But to answer the question, you know, like when people say like I'm working on my sixth step, it's usually it sounds like what they're describing to me is them like uh, maybe examining those character defects mm. and uh, you know like yeah examining them okay. and then and then maybe trying to fix that themselves. Gotcha. Because, like, I, I've heard people saying I'm working on the seventh step, and they make, like, a list of their character defects and stuff, which I haven't done either. Yeah. I haven't done that. But that's, but, yeah, the sixth step to me is just the, print. like, I'm just, I'm willing to ask God to, to have them. So, I guess maybe working on it could be, like, I'm not willing. Maybe. Something like that. Like, no, I'm, I'm still going to try to figure this shit out or something. Usually, go ahead. Well, usually I fool myself and I think I'm willing, and then that thing fucking manifests in my life again. And I'm like, oh, that's super painful. I fucking did the same mistake right. again. That makes and sense. I'm like, clearly I wasn't willing because <laughs> yeah. I'm doing the same shit, man. Okay. Yeah. So, I think that there are a lot of people that use other literature as a guide to getting through step six and seven because in in the literature that we use steps six and seven happen in like three paragraphs Mm -hmm. it's very quick and very very decisive and so i think people have reached to literature that was written much later and use that as kind of their basis for going through six and seven which i think is where maybe some of the working on steps six and seven come from um and we're not affiliated at all so I think, Jeff, you're referencing, it's called The 12 by 12, right? Yeah. The 12 Steps and 12 Traditions, which is a book that outlines some step and tradition work that, again, we're not affiliated with, so I would, it doesn't really, it doesn't jive exactly with what we have used, which is just a, the big book. Yeah, so, I don't know if you guys want to know, like, history Please. and random facts about it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we want so you guys, because we don't know insert anything Insert that about at that. this point, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Because, again, like... People that some people listen that aren't in the twelve step world and they're like, "What the fuck's going on right now?" So, like, lay it out. Then, like Kyle said, this doesn't mean we're affiliated with those groups just because we fucking know about them, right? God, or just because Jeff knows about them. Exactly. Jeff knows about a lot of shit. Yep. He's got more fucking useless information rolling around than we've ever met. That is true. That's awesome. So true. Um, so. So the the book that I was referencing in Kyle name that the 12 by 12 is a series of essays that one of the founders of one of the fellowships wrote 
to a magazine that in the early days of the fellowship was used to disseminate information to the fellowship before electronic mail and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so that happened years after he got sober. So he got sober. He wrote with the, the oversight of 72 men and one woman at the time mm-hmm. wrote the literature that we refer to. The big book. Yeah, the big book. Mm-hmm. And then... It was a shared effort. Yeah, it was it was a collective experience. Right. Whereas the 12 by 12 years later was a collection of essays that he personally wrote to The Grapevine as the magazine. And then those essays were combined to make the 12 by 12 because it was Bill Wilson talking about his experience years later in the steps as well as... A series of essays that he wrote to sell the 12 traditions to the fellowship because mm-hmm. those weren't something that were a part of it earlier and so a lot of people i think use that because there's years of experience behind six and seven at that point but again one of the things about the 12-step world that i still like to grasp onto is that this program was a collective experience, mm-hmm. right? This is what worked for the masses, right. not for one individual. And and so that's why I try to stay focused in the big book mm-hmm. as the literature for the basis for the steps. Like it has pretty clear-cut instruction rather than like mucking it up with outside literature, right? if that makes sense. 100%, um, yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that have over the years used other literature or may not even actually be doing the steps, right? There's a lot of reasons why somebody could be working on those things, but mm-hmm. I think if they were doing, if they were having the experiences that we have, like as far as using a particular piece of literature, I don't see a way to be stuck in step six or seven. Right. So, Which is, which is why I was talking about it. I was at a 12-step meeting, and it was actually afterwards. They have these things called a group conscience or, a, or maybe a business meeting where they're discussing um, <clears throat> the well-being of the group and stuff like that. And I was at one. It wasn't my group, and I was just there to observe. And, um, <clears throat> and uh, somehow we got, we got, it got brought up, and it was your sponsor was there and um, Mm. another uh, lady that I just love dearly. And uh, they were talking about that, the 12 by 12 and he was asking me about it and he was like, cause she, and she enjoys it for some parts more than others. And he said, you hate, you don't like that book. Right. And I was like, I, I hate it. I was like, it's so confusing to me. I remember uh, one time trying to read the fourth step out of that book and it just seems so like what I like about the big book is it's just pretty clear cut, you know, mm-hmm. do this, do this, do this for the most part. There's even is a little bit of gray area, I think, sometimes around like an eight step list and specifically, but but it's like do this, do this, do this. Whereas the um, the twelve by twelve just it seemed and and, and I and I, t- I told her too when I got done I was like I'm just probably not sober enough I'm sure it's me right but uh, but uh, yeah it just seemed you know just way too wordy and just way too confusing in some areas and so uh, you know and like one thing that always chapped our ass uh, was the tenth step in that book because. <laughs> They talk about all three inventories in in one. And they combined it, and that could be very confusing. And and you know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's not. I'm sure it's not a big deal. But yeah, like again, one of the reasons why I like the big book compared 
so much is because it's just very cut and dry and to the point and just tells me what to do, which is good for somebody like me. I can fucking out overthink everything. Yeah. yeah. So then when have either of you had the experience, and I've heard this as well, of your person that listened to your fifth step making a list of your character defects? Or are we all under the same practice of like it really boils down to those four that are in the inventory i've had some varied experience but i've never had anybody Hand like a red pin noted note that's like hey here you go bud yeah, yeah that's okay. not been my experience but in going through the fifth step i've had sponsors at every resentment or sex offense or whatever right like we would sit and talk about like what is it here that is like where are you to blame, right? Because mm -hmm. really where I'm to blame is what my defect is. Right. And I, yeah, every sponsor I've ever had is keeps things very simple in the fact that it boils down to those few things, all manifestations of self. Where are we at on the pride thing? Because it says it's not in the big book under the, like... The lists. Right, but... It shows but up in the inventory. It, yeah, exactly. It's on the inventory. So I... To me, pride would be a character defect, but it's not one that I use because that's just not how I was shown to go through it. So. Isn't pride a manifestation of self? Yeah, I would think so. But can you boil it down to something else, or is it on its own? Selfish, self-seeking, something like that. I boil it down into one of the other four. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm the same way. Like, pride shows up, but it also, like, <clears throat> I don't know, I... I think it's either, depending on like how that pride shows up, it's either self-seeking or selfishness mm -hmm. I would or self-centeredness. So. Yeah. Okay. May I clarify something he said a moment ago? He said for each resentment or sex offense, <laughs> he's talking about, he's, um, for anybody that might not know. His sex inventory. Yeah. He's not yeah. a sexual <laughs> yeah. offender. Yeah. Well, uh, he's yeah. talking about Well, his, <laughs> I've never listened to an inventory. So. <laughs> We, I've never seen him on any list, though, in the newspaper <laughs> every time he moves. <laughs> but uh, we, sexual misconduct, we inventory that as part of our fourth step. Yep, which so, we talk about in our fourth step exploration. So That's the offense that he gives. Yeah, I didn't even think about the verbiage and implicating myself into things that I'm not guilty of. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, everybody just tuned out after that. They were like, I'm not listening to this fucking pig. <laughs> yeah. So then with um with six and seven, when you you ask God for the willingness or you make the decision that you're willing, you say the prayer that's outlined in the book and then you immediately jump into step eight or is there something else you guys are considering during step seven? Um, other than just the prayer, do you say the prayer regularly? Do you just do it one time and then you, you never really address it again? What is your guys' experience? Man, that's a big question. Um, we got a lot of time to fill, so I'm like, let's well, We're spending that hour on six and seven, Jeff. You just give us a big answer. I actually wanted to go back and visit something where you and I had, we talked about like the hour. Mm -hmm. right where we go and sit and you said it was part of the fifth step and i've always considered it to be part of the sixth step because mm -hmm. it talks about going home and reviewing the last five proposals or the first five proposals um <clears throat> and we can get to that after the seventh step question i guess but okay. yeah. um 
so here's the weird thing for me about the seventh step is I, I go through the fourth step and the fifth step and I look at these defects of character, right? I look at where I'm to blame Mm -hmm. and all of these things that are going into my, going on in my life. And, uh, in the sixth step, I'm either willing to have God remove those things or I ask for the willingness and then move on. And the seventh step is this weird kicker where I think a lot of people, I guess my assumption from what I had heard in meetings early on was in the seventh step, like you kind of got to pick and choose what you ask God to remove, right? Mm -hmm. And part of the prayer in the seventh step says, take all of me, the good and the bad, Mm -hmm. right? Which means that I don't get a choice in that, Mm -hmm. Um, which to me is a, a pretty drastic and scary proposal to be like, all right, God, like you get to pick and choose what's good and bad within me because the things that I have identified at some point could still potentially serve a good purpose mm-hmm. or the things that I don't think are objectionable are something that could potentially create a lot of havoc in my life. And so in the seventh step where it's like, take all of me, the good and the bad in a way, it relieves some pressure that I don't have to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. And then also it's really scary because I'm, I'm getting to this point where I should be okay or be willing to completely abandon myself to God. Mm-hmm. And that's a scary proposal. Like we talk about it in the third step about abandoning ourselves. And in the seventh step, again, it's, it's asking to have that done for us. Mm-hmm. And like Aaron was talking about earlier that I don't have the power <laughs> to remove those defects of character. I don't have the power to self correct, mm-hmm. right? Like I have to have God's help. And the seventh step is really like in the fourth, fifth, sixth, I get to identify those things. I ask for the willingness and then I ask for God to do that and mm-hmm. then move on. Like, I, again, I think it's pretty clear cut that there's not a lot of time that we spend there. And so you don't do, do you use any of that prayer again? Do you revisit character defects or is it like I'm asking for it and then I'm just onward? Um. Yeah. So typically I just ask for it and then I move on because okay. Again, when we get into the 10th step and the 11th step, we should potentially be making that inventory that's that I'm not even sure. Yeah, we start making that inventory a part of our day to day life. Right. So I don't see a point in revisiting that other than like the seventh step prayer, I think, has some pretty deep meaning. But for some reason, it certainly isn't my default so. Mark, uh, Aaron, <laughs> what about you, dude? <laughs> Your face right now is funny. I went, Whoa. Um, what was the question? <laughs> <Just not kidding. laughs> Anything you want, dude. Um, the uh, the prayer. Um, yeah, you know, I was thinking. I actually did a six and seven step in the treatment center, um, but so and and there you read your fourth step to a spiritual advisor and then uh and then he just gave me the the seventh step prayer on a piece of paper and he said just go sit outside in the woods for a while and then when you're ready say this prayer and god will remove those things and it doesn't even matter if you even know what they are like god's gonna take care of that and uh i just was thinking about that while they were taught while we were talking and then i was like i didn't know what he was talking about but i was like oh 
okay yeah and um but as uh as i'm going through the work now i i go home i do the hour review which we will which we will get to and uh <laughs> and uh and i say that prayer and and um i move on uh that's the the, the prayer said i've asked uh i've asked for god's assistance with these things and you know jeff talked about what what that looks like and it's it's all of me the good and the bad and also it also mentions in there a reason why too right so that i can go out and it talks about being of service again right doesn't it so to do your bidding yeah. I, I don't know anyway to be of service to god yeah and uh and then uh sorry i lost my train of thought oh yeah and do, and do i use it on a regular basis i do sometimes i don't know sometimes i feel like uh sometimes i feel like i need some some help again where i'm like i don't need to write inventory again but i'm feeling like i'm maybe re- repeating some behaviors that are objectionable and i don't know sometimes i just feel like as, as much for me in my own brain i sort of need a recommitment uh to what the hell is going on there and the idea that i can't fix myself and so uh every now and again in my morning meditation i'll offer up some seven step prayer yeah. i know it's pretty popular that um you know i've heard it describe you know said that the uh there's no amen at the end of the third step prayer but there is at the seventh step prayer and they're two halves to a prayer um i don't know anyway so i've combined them as mm-hmm. well i've done the third followed by a seventh mm-hmm. um but again it's not part of my daily thing but sometimes i need that reminder about my com- commitment to uh my life not being mine anymore gotcha and that'll help remind me about it yeah why do you say it every day i do i don't say exactly what it is but i are you saying you're better than us kyle uh, I'm just saying that I follow the directions a lot better than you do. Because <laughs> in the 11th step, it says, um, those of us that aren't religious, we memorize a few set prayers that are in this book. So, boom, roasted. <clears throat> and <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it does say that. But that's what uh, that's what I do is I say the third step prayer as it's outlined. And then I kind of have blended the seventh step prayer with some stuff that it tells you to do in the 11th step. And so... I ask God to have all of me, the good and the bad, every single day, though. Oh. So, yeah, I do say that every day. <laughs> but right, but Mr. The, guided Meditation. Yeah. I'm <laughs> fucking cheater. It's better than not doing it at all, Aaron. I do offer myself entirely up to God every single day of my life, but, um, without fail. <laughs> yeah. But no, it does. Uh, yeah, I do say that, but it's not... Um, it doesn't say anywhere, like, in the seventh step that this is a, a step we repeat daily or anything so yeah. it's not it i was just doesn't. curious because everyone has different experiences so doesn't it doesn't the 11th step <laughs> what's your experience with the seventh step kyle do uh, you just say a prayer and move on uh yes pretty much and then i for me i repeat it in the morning parts of it but um as far as the character defects i already identified them so i don't need to make a list because that was what my inventory was so i already identify them and then for me um what you had talked about it was exactly how you took me through the steps and that is kind of what i has lasted for me is um the fact that i don't get to choose or only like only the bad stuff is going away 
you know what I mean? Like sometimes good things or things that I have value placed on go away too. And, and I don't get any say in any of that. And so, and the other thing is, um, the seven step prayer says like, take these things away from me so that I can go out and be useful to other people essentially. And I joke about it all the time when the seven steps a topic, but it's like, it took me quite a few months of saying that prayer every day to realize that like those character defects don't go away so that my life gets better. (laughs) You know what I mean? They go away so that I can be useful to other people. And that was like a real, it took me a while to understand that, to identify like, Oh, we're not making my character defects go away so that like I can become rich and successful and stuff again. It's like, no, I'm asking for these to go away or so that I can bear witness to, I'm on call so that I can bear witness to, the fact that this God can do this and I can be useful to other people. So is your shit falling down again? A little bit, but it's all good. We're pretty far in. So we are. Yeah. I'm going to have to step out eventually cause I'm on call and my phone just rang, but Oh, do you need to go? Do you want to pause it? Mm. We can pause it. Yeah, I do. We're back, dude. All right. We're back. Kyle had a phone call. Some fucking jerk looking for work. Yep. <laughs> I'm on call. Part of my job is once every eight weeks I'm on call, and so if my phone rings, the phone rings for work, I got to take it. Part of my job is being important all the time. (laughs) (laughs) You're the worst. (laughs) So anyways, that was a big thing for me, was understanding that the seventh step isn't for me. None of this is really for me. Yeah, dude, I forget all the time. So that I can go be useful to other people. (laughs) At every step of the way, it talks about it. At the third step, we ask God to remove our difficulties so that we can... um, Bear witness. Yeah, bear Mm -hmm. witness, right? To God's love, God's life, and way of power, Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, something like that. fucked it all up. (laughs) And then uh, it talks about it in seven, and the seven-step prayers so that we can go out and do your bidding. Mm -hmm. And then it talks about it in eight and nine. Our real purpose is to be of maximum service to God and the people around us and then uh, I guess in 10 it talks about growing and understanding and effectiveness so but that's again probably to go out there and help other people so yep and all this is in a culmination to get to step 12 and help other people I think so weird for uh, like we identified in the third step that selfishness and self-centeredness is the root of our troubles wrote a whole inventory about it it's weird that then the remedy to that is to go out and be selfless yeah dude psycho so um before you just take us on a different step altogether and (laughs) fuck up this entire hour (laughs) before you undo everything that's been done up to this point you idiot is there any other experiences like have you guys like there's a guy that we all know who talks pretty openly about having a pretty profound sixth and seventh step experience and feeling like the nearness of his creator and all of this in that part of the work do you have either of you had anything or is like for me personally there's really like i i do them and then i'm just onward and i haven't really had much of an experience so i the when i got back this time i had this super profound experience with all of the steps prior to that and i was just like it was just this mind-blowing experience and i was like oh my god i can't wait to find out what happens in six and seven mm-hmm. and i went home and i did my hour review and i said my prayer and i waited for something to happen and nothing happened yeah yeah that's so my experience yeah so i don't know if i just set myself up for that one or that's whoa hey 
crackly crackle pants <laughs> so uh yeah that's my experience but then um it's sort of um, a slow mm, shit just starts working itself out or i just start getting in position but new thinking starts to come in it does i gotcha for me the first time i did a six step i actually had a fairly profound experience in just sitting quietly for an hour mm. because for me which is the fifth step but dude it's not it tells <laughs> you to revert review the first five proposals oh shit we're gonna get into the semantics of <laughs> the <laughs> <big book. laughs> yeah. this is the funny thing about big book people is like like your current sponsor mm-hmm. right i've done inventory with him as well and mm-hmm. i kind of know the history of the group where he learned his thing from mm-hmm and so even though they're still big book people, they do a three-column inventory, whereas like the sponsorship lineages that I've been a part of do a four-column inventory, mm-hmm. right? And there's no clarification in the book which one is right or which one is wrong other than like a simple diagram. Right. And it created the schism actually in AA and Denver in the, like in the 80s. Yeah, <laughs> Like the three-column three inventory and the four-column inventory. Um, so they're all the big book and it's all serving the same purpose but it's like we just get caught up in the semantics of yeah what's here i was talking about how clear cut the big book was and now we're going to argue about it <laughs> yeah it's definitely Perfect. there's room for interpretation it just goes to prove that we don't represent diddly squat we can't even agree <laughs> amongst the three of us well and the three of us have all had very similar experiences <laughs> been sponsored by similar people or sometimes the same people and still all have a different perspective which is hilarious that then i've been in a place before where i go out telling people they're doing it wrong (laughs) my two closest friends in recovery are have different perspectives on stuff (laughs) so but um anyway so so you had this profound experience during your fifth slash sixth step yeah during your let's call it an hour review for the moment (laughs) i'm just poking it jeff because eventually he's be like look here motherfucker it says right here (laughs) so the hour review for me the first time i ever did it was quite honestly i think the first time in my entire life i was able to actually sit quietly with no distraction Mm. And stay focused. Um, and to me, that was a rather amazing, a rather amazing experience. Um, I haven't really been able to recreate it since. Mm-hmm. I would like to say that I've had that same experience every time I've done a, the nightly rev- or the hour review. Excuse mm-hmm. me. And uh, that's not been the case. I even did something that I used to hear people say in meetings all the time, and I thought they were dumb for saying it. But like one time, I actually fell asleep while I was in that like trying to meditate for an hour Mm -hmm. in complete silence um yeah so i've I've had varied experiences with them but the very first time that i did that hour review was fairly profound in the idea that it's the first time i was ever able to sit quietly and not suffer from the chatter of a thousand monkeys Mm -hmm. so yeah um i you know one time when i did the steps uh I guess it was probably my second time through. I was able to sit pretty peacefully for an hour, although it wasn't anything uh, uh, life-changing. But uh, usually now, I'll just try and get as current as I can. The last time I went through the work with my current sponsor, I was like, damn it, now i got to go home and sit for an hour. 
god this sucks <laughs> and i mm-hmm. sat there and um i tried to use my meditation pillow and uh i sat on it for a while and then i got up and then i laid down and then i stretched my back and then i looked at my watch and it had been two and a half minutes and like <laughs> i was like fuck and uh, i think then i just set a timer so i wouldn't look at my watch every two and a half minutes mm-hmm. and uh i mean but there's more to it than that like i opened the book i flipped to the i flipped to the page that contains the steps like it says like go through the first five proposal I, I go back over them in my mind have i left anything out like i do all of the things that it asked me to do you know i i thank god from the bottom of my heart there's still even in that hour some direction to be done right Dur- yeah. during the hour so i'm not just sitting there the whole time um and so i really try to make sure i do that but yeah usually i'm just like i think i fell asleep once too it's just you know um <clears throat> I don't know, nothing profound has ever happened during that hour for me. Usually I'm uh, like, come on, hour, get over. Yeah. Yeah, that's all. All right. But I make the people that I take through the work sit for an hour, and one guy that I took through the work sat for 45 minutes because we had an all-day experience on the fifth step, and I was like, hmm, book says an hour, bro. I mean, like that's there's some willingness to just being able to sit there for an hour, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm yeah yeah so do you having been through it multiple ways do either of you take people through six and seven any the exact same way basically just take the hour and then ask for willingness if you don't have it say the prayer do you have them pray on their knees is there anything out of the ordinary nope i say say this go home do what this book says i was like you know like it'll walk you in that next paragraph do each one of these things Mm -hmm. and actually do them and make sure you're there for an hour and then when it's done when you're done say this prayer right so yeah that makes sense did i make them like light up prayer candles and fire up some incense and play some like some people make you go to the church to say a third step my current sponsor just had me do that so Hmm. you know and that's not someone i would have thought but he said he felt moved by the spirit to do it and was like we should go do it there and i was like okay i don't want to but okay (laughs) i I think that's just the idea of willingness yeah but when it comes to the seven step i don't have any there's no yeah i don't i i don't have any set plan other than i read the few paragraphs like aaron talked about Mm -hmm. like here's the outline like go home do this ask for the willingness and then say a prayer yeah that's good so back to this whole hour review thing now let's backpedal to that because like i was always the same thing i was like that's the sixth step right um until i got back this time and um my sponsor was like it doesn't say we're to the sixth step at that point it says we're still finishing our fifth step at that point because um like when it gets done with the hour review like the book says something like now we move on to the sixth step or something like that like Mm -hmm. it's worded like that like it doesn't like it would make sense for that hour to be the sixth step i mean the sixth step has got to be something unless bill they just needed to get to 12. (laughs) (laughs) i mean it could have been that too Mm -hmm. but uh but then like when i looked at it like that i was like oh it does it says like this 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 and then when that's finished then that's like it's either a page over or something and it says now we get to the sixth step or something i don't know i guess maybe i should have 
brought a book down if I'm I was gonna if I was gonna debate it. If I was yeah. gonna be on debate yeah. club. I think that's something that I this weird thing I've been entertaining about our literature lately is though it's clear cut in the way we do the steps, some of the way they tie them together is it's very muddled, right? And I think four, five, six, seven are that way because much like you talked about earlier, Aaron, I've heard the the same thing about the third step not having amen, meaning that everything between the beginning of the third step prayer all the way to the amen and the seventh step prayer should be treated as one session of prayer. And whether that is true or not is, you know, up to whatever philosophical debate you want to get into. But I do believe that all of those steps, they happen in a chapter called Into Action, right? And there's no other than that hour break where we sit quietly, there's no time frame on it. And they should all, like, I almost have a hard time kind of separating them as like, this is the clear-cut end of the fifth step, and this is the clear-cut beginning of the seventh step, because they should all just be treated as, like, one. When you do a fifth step, you need to do the sixth and seventh step right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't think that waiting a week to go from the fifth step into the sixth step is a wise thing. So for me, mm-hmm. they're all just kind of, I guess, in, in the idea that there's direction for them, they're fairly clear-cut, but they really in my experience, should be treated as, like, one giant step. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think it matters so long as um, the people I'm going through the work with or, or, or it be me myself do it. You know what I mean? Where the breaking mm-hmm. point really is. So long as that person goes home, I'll, I'll just talk about myself. No, actually, the guys I'm working with, too. So long as they go home and they sit for an hour and they go through those questions that come after uh, reading our four step to somebody, uh, so long as they do those things, I'm uh, less concerned with what I call it than I would have been my last time around, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. We'll all fight after this. I think... Just anywhere. I think the... With knives and machetes. The review, or the hour is... Um, you're reviewing the first five so that you didn't leave something out. Mm-hmm. And then you would take the sixth step. Mm-hmm. So Jeff's wrong, but I'm just kidding, Jeff. I, honestly, the way you took me through it was exactly how you outlined it. And I was 100% in agreement and followed it and it worked. And it was effective. And I don't think it matters. I don't even think the difference, like you said, between five, six, and seven matter. One, they all happen in the same day. So... Yeah. or if you read inventory for two days or whatever, but they all happen in the same time period. So it's like, who does it really even matter? And I think the answer would be no. My opinion of that has changed drastically over the last five years. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you ask Aaron five years ago, I'd have been like, no, this is like here. And, um, yeah, my experience recently and looking at a lot of things, even earlier steps, like I have a really hard time separating step one, two, and three mm-hmm. in the big book now because I think they all just kind of like, it's all kind of muddled together. Yes, right? like 100%. The illustration of the insanity and all that. Like, I used to think that this was the clear cut place where one ended and two began, and now it's just, I don't know, like everything's just kind of like mixed together. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And like my, I just had that experience the last time I went through the work with my sponsor and we read 
something that I, I even asked him, I'm like, dude, this is the third step. And we were reading it and talking all about the second step. And he's like, I don't know. I think it's kind of up for interpretation. And I was like, what? No, that's not right. You know, because it, it goes against how I perceive things. But I just had that experience. And then at the end, I was like, oh, I get it. And we were talking about the businessman in Florida and stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. like, how does this have anything to do with the second step? But then as we talked through it, I was like, okay, I, I kind of can relate to where. And it just kind of blurred everything even more. And I think that's all part of just being more open and fluid as opposed to so rigid and at I, least for me and i think here's where here's where it's easy to go wrong with the rigidity though um because you know all three of us have had the experience where we've sat in the rooms and we haven't been in the steps and we've floundered and we've gotten absolutely insane and uh and anything and everything is talked about and then we go through the work and we have the spiritual experience and we're like oh this is what it's about this is what we're doing here. We're supposed to be doing work, having the spiritual experience. And, uh, and you know, and we're, you know, we into the realm of the spirit and we're on fire and we're ready to talk about these things and help people and save lives and do these things. Mm-hmm. And so then when we go into the rooms and it's just a free for all and people talking about anything and everything, it's easier for us to be like, no, no, the answer is clear. It's right here. It's in the book. It's in these steps. And this is how you do it. And you do it this way. And it's something that starts that's very organic and in a way that's very helpful mm-hmm. to then turns into frustration because people aren't doing that to then turns into some sort of self-righteousness to then just turns into being super rigid about it because uh because it is important because it is life-saving because it is a life and death errand right and and so it's just easy to get it's just easy to get too far um over the line with that in a way that again that starts as something um with uh, good intentions but then we you know manifest in that but uh you know as if because if anybody's listening and wondering like why it would matter or how did it get like that for me it was just like because this is a 12-step room, let's talk about the 12 steps, right? Let's mm-hmm. not talk about all of these other things and getting upset, you know, when all those things or, or, you know, are discussed. And so it starts out as something, you know, pure, but it, it turns into something else. And then, I don't know, we've all had that experience. Yeah. Self-manifesting and recovery community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I my so i got a new sponsor i don't know like a month ago and uh he's really been challenging that so since i've been back in the u.s particularly back in cheyenne i've been i've I've limited the meetings i go to based on past experiences because i don't want to go to the meetings where i used to get these huge resentments Mm -hmm. and so the idea for me was to just avoid those places and if i avoid them like they're not there yep i've done it for a long time (laughs) (laughs) so my my sponsor one of the things he told me um was that he wanted me to he actually wanted me to find a new home group he was like because i had told him i had class the the two nights that my current home group is and i don't get to go very often and he he asked me to consider the idea of finding a home group where I can just show up and be a member of Alcoholics Anonymous because in a place as small as where we live, it's hard for me to do that, to just show up and be a member of a group mm-hmm. um, because I have a lot of service experience and I have, you know, a lot of useless knowledge about a bunch of random shit. Um, <clears throat> and for me to do that, to find a meeting that I can attend on a regular basis 
and a place I can show up to be a member of, <laughs> or like show up to and just be a member of Al- or man, sorry. I, you're good. You're not affiliated. Yeah, it's not like you're a, yeah, it's not no like you're a spokesperson yeah. for that place. They'd be in trouble if I was. Um, I'll say. <laughs> so to find those meetings means that I have to go to the meetings that I don't want to go to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, It's, it's weird showing up to those places now and and just trying to be a member, which unfortunately to this point means I haven't shared at all mm-hmm. because I don't want to have the past experience of like trying to rain fire and brimstone. Um, but I've sat through meetings where the 12 steps are the last thing that are actually discussed in that hour of recovery time. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to just show up and and try to be useful to God and the people around me. Right. And sometimes that just means that I have to keep my mouth shut and just be there. And that's a hard thing for someone like me to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never done it. <laughs> no? Not this time around. Oh, okay. Yeah, boy. So, yeah, so that's where that comes from, where we can get to arguing about whether the hour review is part of the fifth step or part of the sixth step. Yeah. What is important is doing it, though. Like, um, 100%, yeah. We, we dig up a lot of shit through our inventory. We have all of these character defects. Something's got to happen. If we're buying into this shit up until that point, then the sixth and seventh step are vital because we don't have the power to fix ourselves, like I mentioned earlier. And we don't want to just be twisting with all of that shit we dredged up in the fourth and the fifth step. We don't want to just be sit there stuck with that shit. It's got to go somewhere. Hmm. So that's why we take it to God. And uh, so it's important to go home and, and do the, the sixth and seventh as soon as we get done with the fifth step because uh we don't want i don't want to leave somebody twisting with all that shit i've seen that happen and i don't know if it was related or what but this person i don't i don't want to even be specific but they had a pretty intense experience with that and then they didn't do six and seven and boy that person seemed to be like really crawling under their skin and maybe i they ended up back out not too long after that and i don't mm-hmm. know if they ever did six and seven i just would never leave somebody twisting with all of that shit that's all mm-hmm yeah, I think that's the value of it. Yeah. Because you get some reprieve by yeah. at least having some action followed by uncovering all that shit. So yeah. Makes sense. Cool. We did about an hour, dude. Nice. Dudes, we killed it. We're yeah. fifty five minutes in. I'm okay. pretty impressed for yeah. six and seven. That is that is pretty good. I thought it was gonna be like thirty minutes and then us being like, Well, uh <laughs> So what else do you have, Marty? Nothing. Just Sorry. just do it. Do it up. Do what the book says. All right. Even if it's, I don't know. I think we should, if you have had a different experience and you listen to this and you feel moved to reach out to us, I think that would be cool because Aaron, myself, and Jeff, I think all are open and not so rigid anymore that we're thinking we're the only ones that are doing something. So if you've had a different experience and it's powerful or... Um, you feel feel moved to share it, then you can reach out to us. If your sponsor had you go home and say one word of the seventh step prayer every day for seventeen weeks until you said the entire prayer, tell us about it. Yeah, I think that would be great. And you can reach out to us. We have an email, right? Yep, recoveredafpodcast at gmail dot com. Awesome. And we posted a couple pictures of us sitting in the the studio. Yeah, I was just looking at him. Your mom already liked him. Of course she did. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, um, 
And my boy, Tim Dog. Jeffrey, thank you for coming on and talking to us. Man, thanks for asking me to be here. You're a very valued guest. That's yeah, why we keep asking you back. It would have been, I would not have wanted to do this Oof. with just the two of us. I don't think we would have. Yeah. I think we needed someone else here to have the commitment to do it. That's so. right. Next time, let's do steps where you can wax philosophical so Marty and I can just talk for yeah. like three hours. I like it. Let's intellectualize. Let's take a deep dive here. Yeah. Talk about all the things we think. Because my spiritual life can be theorized. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, right. and so next week, wait, next week we got a, a local person coming up again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then the week after that, we're, we've got Myra rescheduled, yep. and uh, that's where we're at. So, And we're going s- snowboarding on Friday, so we'll oh, post some pictures. Yeah. Going to the boat, dude. Mm. Going to the boat. All right. Well, thanks.